Tom Vernon from Global Edmonton joins us now. He is the provincial affairs reporter. Tom, could you, could you do that? I mean, if, if, if you're an Oilers fan, and I know you are, if the Flames had won, could you pivot and say, well, they're the Alberta team. I'm cheering for the Flames now. Shay, I was early in my career back in 04. I still found the money to go buy a Tampa Bay Lightning t-shirt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you would not catch me cheering for Calgary. That's part Never. of the deal, right? Never. If you're an Oilers fan, no. you got to hate the Flames. That's how it goes. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, go, I wouldn't cheer for any other Canadian team. I cheered against Ottawa. I cheered against Vancouver. It's easy to cheer against Toronto and Montreal. Sure, yeah, but of no, course. None of them. No, I mean, Winnipeg I'm indifferent to, although after last year I'm not all that thrilled with them. But, yeah, no, I, <laughs> no way. I've always been that way with Ottawa. It's kind of like, okay, that'd be cute yeah. if Ottawa managed to do something. Yeah. That'd be fun. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm with you. Uh, the reason you're joining us today is sort of break down the, the legislative session wrapped up yesterday. And what a session it was, Tom. I mean, absolutely yeah. wild. Of course, it's the overarching theme to it all was the UCP leadership, which wrapped up a week before the session. Um, how much of an influence was that on what we saw? It seemed to really dominate. I mean, I've never covered a session like this before where I covered session, but probably about 70% of what I covered happened outside the legislature, yeah. right, with, with the UCP leadership stuff. And just look at the timing of the constituency break weeks, right? They had a constituency break week, two of them, over the course of when the leadership review was supposed to be held, right? The, mm-hmm. Back in back in April in Red Deer, there was the week leading up to, I assume, so they could campaign, and then the week after, I assume, just in case things didn't go their way and they had to figure out a new premium, right? Um, and then the date, uh, May 18th, was settled for um, uh, settled for the when the leadership results would be announced. Now, this was a late decision, but it was a constituency break week, right? So everything was kind of being scheduled around when they were going to find out whether Premier Jason Kenney was going to be Premier yeah. or not anymore. Uh, yeah, and it, it absolutely affected things. Um, not to say that it affected their legislative agenda. They had, they had what they were going to put forward, and it pushed it through. But yeah, it, it, I did not do many interviews about pieces of legislation. I probably couldn't name three pieces of legislation off the top of my head that went through because it was just all about political intrigue yeah. over the last the last year, let alone the last four months. The other thing that really stands out to me is the complete reversal in fortunes when it comes to provinces' finances and the way they changed mm-hmm. uh, a complete turnaround from a massive deficit to a slight surplus uh, and what that meant to the UCP government. They were campaigning on the turnaround and, and, and it was delivered. I mean, it was oil prices that delivered it, but nonetheless, it was delivered. Oh, when we get these the, these mid-year fiscal updates, the, I mean, it, it's, it was a slight... I mean, you take out the uh, you take out the, the contingency funds, this and that. It's about a two billion dollar uh, surplus when the budget was tabled. It's going to be way higher than yeah. that oh, yeah. this summer, right? Like, it's going to be a very interesting campaign next year because it's going to be a big. We're going to have two parties going. Well, this is how we can spend the money, which is a stark contrast to the last two we had, right? The Jim Prentice campaign and then the Rachel Not uh, then the Rachel Notley uh, Jason Kenney campaign. So. Yeah, this this budget is going to be. I mean, they budgeted for seventy dollars oil. Mm-hmm. It's been a hundred, hundred and ten dollars for months now. Yeah. And so yeah, it's it, look, and they they say look, we 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 trimmed spending five billion dollars, and, and there's no doubt about that. The, the spending was brought down. So in March when, or February when they tabled the budget, it would not have been balanced had they not brought down the spending by five billion dollars. But now, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me to see five, six, seven billion. I'm not a mathematician, but it's it's going to be a huge 
budget surplus if this keeps up. In the meantime, as we await for the leadership situation to be resolved, of course, we're going to get into the summer doldrums here, which I think benefits the everybody. But, uh, of course, the allegation from the NDP right now is, hey, it's a, it's a caretaker government. Who's actually doing any of the government's work? Is anybody minding the store? And UCP saying, oh, no, we're on the job. We're on top of things here. But, I mean, this summer break will be a bit of a refresh, I think. We won't hear much uh, politically, uh, provincially, other than the leadership thing, I would, I would uh, suppose, right? The barbecue circuit is going to go from uh, fundraising this and that, and they'll still be there. It'll be leadership, yeah, yeah. right? We're going to see we're going to see UCP leadership contenders crisscrossing this province, and yeah, that's what's going to dominate the political scene this summer. Now, that being said, the UCP they are, you know, this week we've seen where they're talking about ambulance services because they keep getting they could, that situation is not good, and they're talking about that. Interesting move yesterday by by the Justice Minister Tyler Shandro around what they're doing around uh, downtown safety yeah. here in Edmonton and, and the, the, the political the, the political show on that side that they're they're doing. Um, so I think we're still going to hear those issues, but it'll be interesting to see how quiet. I mean, I, I think the policy side of things are going to go quiet because, I mean, on the policy side, people don't know who the boss is going to be. Exactly, come, yeah. Come fall session, right? So, But we're going to be seeing a lot of posturing. A lot of posturing this summer, and it will be from leadership contenders, yeah. Yeah, it should be interesting. Tom, thanks so much for the update. Appreciate it. Happy to be on. Go Oilers. Absolutely. Okay, thank you. Tom Vernon, Provincial Affairs uh, affairs reporter for Global News, giving us a breakdown. And he's right. I mean, the leadership is going to be, it has been, and it will continue to be the dominating feature of Alberta politics until it's resolved. And even beyond that, interesting new poll out just today um, from Leger. Now that Premier Kenny's um, time at the top is at least marked in days, if not weeks. Uh, they've received a bump in support. Uh, a new poll shows that they're now ahead of the NDP. Uh, 42% decided voters voting UCP if an election were held today, which is up from 35% in March. And slightly ahead of the NDP, they are at 40%. So it's a nice bump for UCP, uh, proving that uh, getting rid of Jason Kenney was the right move, at least in the minds of voters. Um, he got 51% of the support in the leadership review, as you know. Um, now they have to try and build on that. In Calgary, they're, they're, they're way out in front. UCP support in Calgary is 48%. It's 35% um, for the NDP, but NDP more popular in Edmonton. What about the leaders? Where are they? Brian Jean, Daniel Smith, the two proclaimed candidates for leadership of the party. Uh, Brian Jean with a slight lead, 22%. Danielle Smith, 18%. But at this point, it's, it, it doesn't mean much because 37% of likely UCP voters are undecided on who they would back. 14% say neither of those two. Um, Doug Schweitzer got 3%, even though he's now announced he's not going to run for the leadership. Travis Taves at 5%. So Brian Jean, Danielle Smith, the only two you know named candidates. So you would expect them to have the most support right now. 22 for Gene, 19% for Daniel Smith. Interesting in terms of who would you vote for, okay? 26% of people polled said they would vote for the UCP if Brian Jean were the leader. 25% would vote for UCP if Daniel Smith was the leader. 35% would vote for a Rachel Notley-led NDP if Gene was the leader. 36% would vote for Notley if Smith was the UCP leader. So uh, we'll see what other names jump into the race. But right now, Brian Jean and Danielle Smith don't seem to really be lighting anyone's hair on fire. 22%, 18%. But um, 
they trail Rachel Notley in terms of provincial support. So lots of time. We'll see what happens. We're, we're talking general election. We don't even have a leader yet.